1: Com and use the promo code DRINKINBROS to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my book. What is up? Welcome to the Drinking Bros Sports Baseball Show. We were out last week because a baby came out of my wife, uh, but I am back in studio.
0: And the baby's back inside your wife, I believe, yeah. Yeah. Surgically implanted.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: uh. I think it makes the kid more powerful long-term. I mean, look, yeah, you sacrifice in the short-term a little bit, especially your wife, mm-hmm. having the kid jammed back up inside of her. But, you know, I think the long-term effects of getting more stem cells and all that shit, he's, you're going to have a hulk of a child. So. Yeah, I,
1: it's a little bit of a bitch to uh, re-solder the umbilical cord to yeah. him. Yeah, uh, and Use a does, chip clip. I, yeah, I, I, liked, I wanted to solder it. I'm old fashioned like that, but it makes, I mean, you know, there's no wrong way. I'm not here to tell you how to do reverse birth surgery, whatever you Uh, want to
0: call it. Yeah. I guess you're the first person to ever say what you would even call that because why the fuck would you even (laughs) talk about this in the first place on a baseball show? (laughs) Who knows?
1: Yeah. We're fucking back. Uh, Actually, I was texting you maybe the night the kid was born because Mm. I had to, I had to send you forward you something or whatever. And uh, you're like, "How's the kid?" And I was like, "Well, he's already uh, used to being a Braves fan. Watch that dodge. Watch us blow that Dodgers lead. Yeah, um, it was a good day for him <clears throat> to be born playing against the Dodgers. But yeah, uh, we're uh, we're back this week. And uh, speaking of the Dodgers, some big uh, some big news going on with their. I guess their number two starter. Maybe their number one starter. I don't really know where he ranks. Sure, is number one. Is he is he in their number one slot? Yeah. Bueller's in number two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scherzer, uh, Max Scherzer, future Hall of Famer, I think indisputably at this point, uh, about to cross the uh, 3,000 strikeout threshold. He will cross it in his next start, barring something weird. He needs six to get there, so he should get there about the third inning. Um, so bears asking, I think, at this point. He's relatively near the end of his career. He's 34. Um, the, where does he rank in this generation of pitchers? Is he the best pitcher of the 21st century?
0: Well, I mean, look—it's he's certainly in the conversation. I would say that it's <clears throat> Randy Johnson did a lot of his damage in uh, in the 90s, like yeah. quite a bit of it. So that might take him off the board a little bit, but other than him, I don't think any of these other people were even close. Felix Hernandez was, for a time, very dominant. Yeah, for sure. But these two guys, uh, uh, Johnson and, and 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 Scherzer, are two guys that have had bookended careers, bookended by success. Mm-hmm. Right? They didn't fucking start slow and then get good and then fucking finish poorly. Yeah. So, so we don't know how they're going to finish yet. But that that isn't how it went. Um, Burley turned into... We're looking at, like, the...
1: So the top 10 the top ten pitchers for wins above replacements since yeah. the year 2000. Yeah, yeah. So that's really, like, a generation and a half. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, but <clears> I thought it was... Like, the top pitchers in wins above replacements since the year 2000 are, number one's Justin Verlander. Right. Number two is Clayton Kershaw. Number three is CeCe Sabathia, which I was pretty surprised by, but he does a lot of strikeouts, mm. and he was great. I think, what, one or two Cy Youngs. Mm. Uh, Scherzer is fourth, and he will definitely pass CeCe Sabathia. Yeah. Uh, and then Roy Halliday, RIP, is fifth. Zach Granke, still an effective pitcher, is sixth, but he's probably going to remain in that five, six range. Uh, Felix Fernandez, seventh. And Randy Johnson, it's insane that Randy Johnson's on this list because that's just the second half of his career.
0: Yeah. From, uh, the Diamondbacks on, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, now he threw his perfect game in like 04 against mm-hmm. the Braves. But, uh, yeah. And then, uh, Roy Oswalt and Mark Burley round out the list. Mark Burley, very underrated.
0: Uh, certainly underrated. I don't think, um, Burley, Oswalt are in the conversation at
1: all? No, uh, I would say to me, it's three guys. Yeah, and you could maybe add two more in there, but really, it's Verlander, Kershaw, Scherzer.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah, for the best they're, pitcher of the 21st they're, century, they're the three on this list uh, in the top. Were the three in the top five that have multiple Cy Young awards? I think Halley may have had two.
1: Halliday, I think, has more than one. I
0: think he had one in the American League and one. in... Did he win one with the Phillies?
1: Uh, let me check.
0: I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, I, these guys have, they check all the boxes. Verlander uh, has won a World Series. Clayton Kershaw has won a World Series. Max Scherzer has won a World Series. They all have multiple sighting awards. Look, I think those three guys are comparable. And it might be uh, a kind of a pick to decide which one. It would depend on what you value most as a baseball fan, probably, right? Like if it's consistent dominance, I would say that. It's really only between. Uh, uh, well, let me rephrase that. If it's consistent dominance, including the playoffs, it's probably only between Verlander and Scherzer.
1: Yeah, so that's the thing, Kershaw. He's had he's playoffs.
0: had one of the best six year runs in the regular season as a starting pitcher ever. Kershaw. Yes, I think like I, he had a two. I think for over that whole. Let me look it up. I want to I want to be exact on this because it is very fucking impressive.
1: Kershaw probably has the greatest peak. In pitching history, mm. like his his dominance, and he's on the back end of that, which is insane to say because he's only thirty three. But he's he's been nagged by injuries the last couple of years. Kershaw's peak is easily better than Verlander and Scherzer's peaks, right? Yes, like he like Kershaw has an overall career ERA of two four eight, which is fucking bananas. Yeah, that shouldn't be happening at all. But Kershaw, yeah, you're right, has been awful, awful in the postseason. Uh, I don't know how much of a I don't know how much of a like knock that is because that really comes down to like I, he's probably pitched what like half a season in the playoffs?
0: Uh quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, so here from 2010 to 2019, 10 years where he played uh where where he got at least I think there were a couple of seasons he was hurt a little bit in 16 and got fewer starts, but for the most part more or less healthy with a couple of hiccups uh here and there. This is his average season, 16 and 6. Uh, with a fucking 231 ERA. Uh, 156 and 61 total record, 231 ERA, strikeouts for nine innings of 9.8. This is over 10 seasons. His whip was .962 over a 10-year period for a yeah. starting pitcher. That is incredible. Fucking bananas. That might be the best consecutive 10 years where he won an MVP in three Cy Youngs of anybody that wasn't demonstrably on steroids. Yeah. Like, I can think of Clemens... Or, I don't even think Pedro made it a 10-year stretch like no.
1: that. No. Pedro probably had maybe a better, like, three-year stretch than any pitcher. Yeah. But.
0: Though, yeah. Well, he was also getting a lot of wins. Didn't he start out a season like 14-0 and or some shit? Pedro? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was on some ridiculous teeth. By the way, I wanted to say, in case anyone's wondering, uh, I know DeGrom gets a lot of love currently, but you can throw him out. Like, he doesn't have. The, no, just,
0: he's not even in the same conversation. No, either.
1: well he doesn't have. He's, got, he's had a, a couple, like, incredible seasons, but mm-hmm. it's, like, literally just. A couple. Right. Like, he, he's not... We're talking career here. Like, so I don't, I don't think DeGrom belongs in the conversation. And I don't think he has enough time left in his career to get into it.
0: I don't either. Here's uh, the same period of time for Randy Johnson during his peak. Um, 93 to 2002. And before that, he was kind of bad, to be honest. I mean, his ERA before 93 for his career was probably somewhere in the fucking four range Yeah, young Uh, guy i mean yeah but his his era for uh that 10-year period he was 175 and 58 18 and 6 so he on uh, he got more decisions yeah i guess and that could be luck it could be pitching longer in the games anything um 273 era which is quite a bit higher it's almost half a point higher than Mm -hmm. kershaw's and we're talking about randy johnson this is one of the most respected pitchers in the history of baseball uh, his whip over that period was one point oh eight three, which is also really good, but not as good as Clayton Kershaw. His ten year peak is better than Randy Johnson, who was a first ballot Hall of Famer, no question. Right, one of the best pitchers of the modern modern era. That speaks a lot to the favor of Clayton Kershaw. But again, this is a fucking Dan Marino, Charles Barkley argument. Not that those guys played poorly in the playoffs, but they never won a chip. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's won his chip now, but he's he, every anytime he has any modicum of success in the playoffs. The announcer is very keen on saying, "Oh, he's got the monkey off his back." Well, yeah, until the next game, asshole. Right, where he fucks it up again. So, if you value that, if you value the postseason that much, honestly, you might have to go with Verlander. He's probably got as much, if not more, postseason experience as anybody else on the list. Right. Well,
1: Verlander and Scherzer are on the same team in the same postseasons for like what? Five, yeah, a couple six of years, years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um,
0: they didn't have a whole lot of success as a team, but these guys did. Pretty well, obviously, and they
1: made. I think they made one World Series. Yeah,
0: the Tigers. Yes, oh five, I think.
1: No, well, Verlander's been in two, three World Series. Two with the Tigers. Oh yeah. six, they lost to that awful awesome Cardinals yeah, yeah. team. That's right. And then I think they lost to the Giants in ten.
0: Is that the one that uh, Scherzer would have been on? Or in twelve? 10, probably? I think actually they lost in twelve. Yeah. Yes, and Scherzer was on that too yeah. as well.
1: Um, yeah. So, uh, so here the interesting thing about Kersh- Kershaw and Verlander though is that they both have MVPs.
0: Correct. Yeah, and that that. Look, if that's still that makes me want to say Clayton Kershaw because right one he's quite a bit younger. Right? Thirty, he's thirty three. He's yeah.
1: like ten years younger than Verlander, yeah. and four years younger than than Scherzer.
0: He's uh, where is his fucking age? He's thirty three and about a half right now. So his birthday's in March next year. Will be his thirty fourth season hes You haven't seen a rapid decline in health or anything like that. He's had issues, but it's not like with his shoulder or elbow or anything. It's always you know I mean? nagging stuff. Yeah, it's like, always yeah. stupid bullshit, which that can fuck you up too, especially as a starting pitcher and especially these days when there's so little wiggle room. Mm-hmm. Like you get into the fourth inning and there's two guys on there like, i get the bullpen going. I'm like, dude, relax. Yeah. Got this. Yes. Yeah. It, it sounds like he pled out. We're got, we got a story about it here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... If, if you can suspend, I, I think that playoff numbers should count towards the Hall of Fame. I think Agreed. they should count towards your career totals. You should get, there should be some reward for getting your team into the fucking playoffs and then playing well in them. Yeah. There should be some reward for that. And right people now,
1: people do get rewarded for that in terms of Hall of Fame voting. But why the fuck else is Jack Morris in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Or Alan Trammell or right. Lou Whitaker or any of those guys. Um, Statistically speaking, uh, I don't think it's really a comparison between Scherzer and Kershaw.
1: You think Kershaw's head and shoulders? Yeah. So here's my pitch for Scherzer. Statistically. Here's my pitch for Scherzer. And I do agree with you that I think Kershaw's probably still number one. Mm. There's two things that I think, and I think Verlander's third. Mm. I think Verlander is in third place. Because Verlander, he almost had like this... uh, Andre Agassi situation where he was, like, actually just bad yeah. for a couple of years before he came back and kind of refound himself. Yeah. Uh, Scherzer, three Cy Youngs, and now potentially the front runner for a fourth. And if he gets a fourth Cy Young, this is the list of people who have won four or more Cy Youngs. Greg Maddox. Yeah. Steve Carlton.
0: Roger Clemens.
1: And Randy Johnson.
0: Roger Clemens, Randy Johnson. That's it. And to I mean, honestly... Randy Johnson, I think, was probably juiced up, but not for extra anything, just to stay healthier. Probably, yeah, because um, you could see early in his career he had a lot of injuries. Then he pitched until he was like 44, right? Like very well until he was 44, yeah. which is like okay, cool. You're on, you're <laughs> on dope. Just do it. I don't care. But um, and
1: obviously, Roger Clemens was. Oh yeah, he
0: was and mainlined that shit into his dickhole. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Justin Verlander in his thirty and thirty-one year uh, age seasons had a run where he was he was twenty-eight and twenty-four with a four ERA. Yeah, that's not the middle of a career for for the best pitcher of a generation. Right, like he's definitely a Hall of Famer. There's no question about that. But no. Uh,
1: So so the interesting thing with Scherzer though that I find well, a so Scherzer's not above Kershaw yet. However, even though Scherzer's four years older, Scherzer is way more durable. Mm. And apparently, I was reading in The Athletic today, they had a great article about Scherzer. He has, like, this running regimen. It's it's not quite like a Tom Brady situation where fucking Brady, uh, like, does weird stretching and only eats, like, avocado ice cream or whatever the fuck else, but Scherzer has this, like, bizarre running regimen that he literally will not share with anyone else. Like, even on his own team, I think, he just will not tell other players, like, the weird cardio that he does to stay in shape and i guess save himself like or not save himself but put himself in shape so he can you know dig deeper. yeah i don't
2: i don't trust anyone who runs that much and i don't trust anyone who doesn't tell other people where and why they're running you wouldn't
1: trust one of your wrestling teammates
2: no 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 running running's overrated running's very (laughs) very overrated i i I, statistically and scientifically i don't think it's ever proven to help anything ever no all right
1: it's actually bad for you it's bad for your joints do, would you, do, you, do you also not trust Scherzer just because he has two different colored eyes?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyone who does that is also a liar and uh, probably has sold their soul to the devil.
1: He's our, he's our Mizzou bro. What are, you, what are you doing, man?
2: You know, Mizzou athletes can make mistakes too. They can sell <laughs> their souls to the devil.
1: You were, unfortunately, after his time. I wish I could get uh, weird Scherzer stories from you. Yeah, no, the, I'm a little... At the al- athletic center or whatever. Yeah, no. Uh,
2: anything you need from 08 to 2013, I got you. That's about it.
1: Alright, I'll get that I'll get the James Franklin scoop on you.
2: Yeah, he, he's such a boring guy. I know, like the most boring dude. Like he wore a Superman chain that wasn't even like metal. It was like a wooden chain. So I feel like that explains everything you need to know about James Franklin.
1: Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Scherzer has this like weird running regimen where like it keep keeps him in shape. I, I kinda think Scherzer and Kershaw might have the same amount of time left in their careers.
0: It's possible. I mean and You never know with injuries, and people are certainly playing longer because there are now legal means to do the same shit you used to do illegally, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. That's a whole other conversation. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if that's possible, but I don't see. Like, but,
1: so, the only sh- thing for sure is I was going to say uh, two no hitters, mm-hmm. which is, I think, more as much luck as anything else. But what, what uh, even more rare than that, a 20 strikeout game. Yes, there's only five twenty strikeout games in the history of baseball. Mm-hmm. There's 19 perfect games, so that's one of you know the rarest things you do. Five straight years of 250 strikeouts, which is a major league record, tied for a major league record. Uh, and then he'll he's in the uh, 3,000 strikeout club. I do think Kershaw will get there as well. Uh, neither of them are hitting 300 wins. Neither there's Verlander for that matter. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't think anybody's doing that again.
1: So, but I mean, if Scherzer gets a fourth Cy Young and like. Not that this really matters, uh, because this happens to everybody. But I mean, like, sure. If it wasn't for Jacob Degrom, Scherzer's got already got like five.
0: That's true. I mean, there should be something to be said about being the most dominant over some period of time, whether it's five years, three, ten, whatever. I guess you can give people different credit. I mean, he didn't come anywhere close to the over his ten year uh, peak, which is ongoing right now. By the way. Um, <clears throat> He's uh, a little bit win percentage ahead, I think, of Kershaw, just a little bit, but he's pretty, he's about a half a point behind on the ERA. Um, The whip is uh, actually pretty much exactly the same, so again, it's a toss, I I say if if it's a toss up between all these dudes, then you add in the playoff portion and you add in the awards portion then maybe maybe Scherzer is in the lead. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't know how it's going to end because Clayton Kershaw is still younger. He's six years younger, or so he's three years younger, and he's still, you know, in, in in peak years as well. I guess it's a race to the end now. I don't think Verlander's involved. He already missed a full season.
1: Yeah, Verlander is, you know, I, I can see...
0: I'd love for him to pitch to 43 and get to 300 wins and be the last guy to do it. That'd be dope. Because yeah. he's also a cool guy. Like mm. Ben, his little brother, is a good friend of ours. I mean, he's a cool guy. I would like to see that happen for him. I don't know if he's going to maintain interest long enough to do that, though. Yeah. You know, and especially if his body does, he's hyper competitive. He's got the best butt in all of baseball, right? Easily. Especially for a white man. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. So he's hyper competitive. I think if, st- if his talents start to wane, then that's going to piss him off too much to continue playing. Yeah, will he right? want to be yeah. like
1: a shadow of himself? But That's the yeah. interesting thing about Kershaw is you know maybe he gets over the nagging injuries and he's got another like eight years left in him, right? And then then who the fuck? No, it probably won't be eight Cy Young years, but he'll he'll start piling up stats. And I mean, you know, if he keeps playing on Dodgers teams, he 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 has an outside outside shot at like two hundred fifty wins, right? Maybe three hundred if things go like really well his way, but I think Kershaw has the edge over Scherzer, but I, I think Scherzer's number two.
0: Maybe. We don't know. We don't know that, that Scherzer's not fucking Tom Brady. Right. And if he is, then f- to be honest, if, if he's like Tom Brady and Kershaw is like the other great quarterbacks, then his career is going to be over probably about two years before Scherzer's. Mm-hmm. So it'll depend on that, I guess, and and what their peak years look like moving forward. I mean, Scherzer's still throwing up peak years now.
1: Um, Yeah, it's fucking crazy.
0: uh, Kershaw's had a bit of, he's been a bit banged up this year, but he's got like a 340 ERA. That's pretty good. I think most of that's bad luck, though, because his whip is fucking .978. Right. Like, he hasn't had, he's had more in his career. I'm not even kidding. In his career, he's had more seasons under zero whip than over. Like, you name, I don't know if any other starting pitcher in the history of baseball could say that.
1: It would have to be someone like Maddox, or, or someone from, like, the 1920s. Like, I, I don't know who I'm else looking could.
0: at the, the Major League Baseball career whip leaders. Uh, the first couple of guys on the list were born before baseball was real.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: so for starting pitchers, career whip leaders, uh, there's Addy Joss. No one knows who the fuck that is, right? Okay, great. That's because, I mean, if you saw his picture, you would know why nobody knows who he is. Uh, He played from uh, 1902 till 1910, so eight seasons. Ed Walsh is number two on the list, big Ed Walsh. Pitched for uh, six years, from 1906 to 1912. Um, Mariano Rivera is number three. But he's not a starter. He's a fucking closer, and right. that's exactly what the best closer of all time. That's exactly where he should be in the modern era. He's number one. That means for sure he's the best closer of all time. If the other numbers didn't tell you that, the whip is the best predictor of success as a, as a fucking oh, closing I, pitcher. Especially. Obviously,
1: you don't want to see a closer or any reliever with an ERA in like the fours or something like yeah. that, but I really don't care about ERA. It's all about whip. Yeah, yeah
0: 100%. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is fourth. All time for whip. Jesus. 1.0023. That's his career. And uh, surprisingly enough, the next two are Jacob DeGrom and Chris Sale. Uh, I guess that's not really surprising. They've had good careers. But yeah. Max Schurz is 15. He's the next guy in this conversation that's on that list.
1: I, the only thing I would change on that is like get it giving me like a minimum innings. Right.
0: Well, yeah, these. Yeah, for sure. Like, if, I mean, I guess if you're looking at uh, Kershaw, he's thrown about 2,400 innings. DeGrom's uh, got to be half that. Uh, I don't know about DeGrom. It's not even close to that. 2,500 for Max Scherzer. So yeah. uh, hold on. We can look that up because that is interesting.
1: But yeah, that- I think Kershaw, I'll give it to Kershaw for now. But I, I really think like Scherzer has a, an, a, a legitimate shot at becoming, in retrospect, the best pitcher of the generation. But then again, yeah. you know, Randy Johnson won five Cy Youngs. And I don't know that anyone puts him as the number one pitcher of that generation.
0: Yeah, that's true. Maybe they don't. Maybe the Scion, uh doesn't matter as much. I don't know.
1: He's definitely like top three or four, but I think a lot of people like Pedro better and like Clemens better. Well, I mean, Clemens probably is better than Johnson, even with this with or without steroids, whatever. Probably and, yeah. And then you know Maddox as well. I think those guys typically get included over jo- over Randy, mm. who who is kind of. I think Johnson kind of suffered from being a little bit of. Uh, I guess like a freak show for lack of a better. Yeah, word. he's hard to look at. Yeah.
0: His he's ugly people don't win awards in sports. <laughs> Seriously. Like it uh what's his name? Middleton from Yeah, Chris Middleton. He's not gonna win MVP. He could have the best season of anybody in history and he's well, not. He's gonna, not win. gonna be an all star. No. Well people, probably not, yeah. It's yeah, it sucks. Um Jacob de DeGrom, uh, DeGrom's thrown about uh, a little shy of thirteen hundred, so about half what those other guys have right. done.
1: Yeah. It's I would say I think I don't know, 1,500 minimum innings is mm. fair, but whatever. the fuck do I know? Anyway, I'll say Scherzer got a shot. Kershaw still the best of this century for now. Here's
0: uh, Greg Maddox's 10-year peak, by the way. 182 wins and 82 losses, 246 ERA. Uh, his whip was 1.022. So theoretically, the 10-year the peak for Kershaw is better than Greg Maddox. Now, he didn't win four Cy Youngs. He won three. Yeah. But
1: Three plus an MVP. Yeah. So Maddox
0: would have, there's no way a pitcher other than, I think the only pitcher in the 90s to win MVP was Clemens, right?
1: Uh, I don't know off the top of my head.
0: Then he went in like 98.
1: Uh, I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, Kershaw's peak is insane. In, like, it's absurd. Uh, next up, we got uh, some interesting uh, AO wildcard shit going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, I didn't see this happening at all. I was kind of bummed that it wasn't happening, but uh, now it fucking is. The Blue Jays have surged back in the, into the uh, AL wildcard race. On August 28th, the Toronto Blue Jays were nine and a half games behind mm. the Yankees, who had just ripped off, what, like 14 straight wins or yep. something? Um, 11, days, 11 days after they were nine and a half games out, they're now one and a half games back of the Yankees. The Blue Jays are ripping off their own seven-game win streak. The Yankees are two and nine since their win streak. Um, yeah. Looking pretty fucking good.
0: This is why... Uh, I thought, and I think today, if they end up overtaking the Yankees, I think that Vlad Jr. is the MVP of this league. I don't care what Shoei Otani's done. He did it on a team that sucks.
1: Right. Sorry. Well, here's what I was going to... We could just jump to this before we get back into the race, because I do have this in here. Vlad Jr. is not out of the MVP race, despite the fact that Shoei Otani is putting up maybe the greatest year in baseball history. Because Vlad Jr., could win a Triple Crown mm-hmm. for a playoff team. Yeah. He is leading an average for the American League. Trey Turner leads it for overall major mm-hmm. leagues, but Triple Crown, for those who don't know, is only for the leagues, not for the overall right. for, uh, major leagues. Uh, two homers behind Otani for the home run lead, and I think like five RBIs out of the league. I forget who's in first for RBI. Yeah,
0: it's, it's Sal per- Sally Perez. Which is wild. He's got 42. He's at 21 home runs since being in the, uh, the home run derby guess he found a stroke right yeah,
1: fucking for real speaking of great baseball butts that guy's got fucking tree trunks for legs yeah
0: sal perez he's i i wish he hadn't i guess it's part of who he is as a person but i wish he hadn't spent all that time in kansas city because i it would be great if more people knew who the guy is he's going to be one of the better people on television after his career uh and uh he's a super good dude and actually Probably one of the better. If you look at the course of his entire career, he might be one of the better hitting catchers ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is fucked up to say about it. Some weirdo from fucking uh, uh, Kansas City.
1: Oh, he's, he's a blast. He's mm. fucking hysterical. And I mean, one, one of, I mean, top probably two or three biggest hits in, in Royals history. Yeah, for sure. In that yeah. wild card game yeah. against the A's. <clears throat> I guarantee they, won the, they didn't win the World Series that year. Yeah. They won it the year after. but
0: He's probably going to end up with 300 home runs, which as a catcher, the oh, only people. There's Gary Carter. Uh, did Bench get to 300? I think he was at like 290-something, right? I don't know. Or,
1: I mean, you got Piazza. Mike
0: Piazza, obviously, is number one. Pudge Rodriguez, he didn't hit that many home runs, right? Uh, he had, he wasn't a
1: big – I mean, he had a couple years where he went off.
0: I don't think he hit 300. Uh, right?
1: Bench has 389.
0: 389. Okay, so it was 389 at 289. Uh, home runs by Kutcher.
1: And Pudge has 300 home runs as well.
0: Yeah, three, I thought he was a little short. Is he at 300 exactly?
1: Pudge is 311. Mm. yeah um, yeah man Salvi Perez I love Sal Perez uh,
0: Carlton Fisk as well 366 so the list of uh, it, the list of catchers with 300 career home runs is pretty short is, is what I was getting at and he's definitely unless barring some kind of catastrophic injury he's going to get there which is pretty interesting um, so Gary Carter is 307 Pudge is 311 Lance Parrish mm. Yeah, I think he played for the White Sox didn't he uh, 324, Yogi Berra, everybody knows him, Johnny Bench, Carlton Fisk, and Mike Piazza. That's not a lot of names. And Sal Perez, th- does that mean he's a fucking Hall of Famer?
1: Yeah, I don't know. The catcher Hall of Fame argument is so weird, it man. It is, is weird because, like, Molina's probably definitely in. But then you got to ask, like, Posey? Posey's got an MVP. Posey's arguably yeah. three World Series. Two,
0: two, three chips, shit. Three chips. And his career average is still around three hundred, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, Posey's is a far superior offensive player to to uh, uh, Molina. Molina's kind of just getting in on his glove and being Mm. on the Cardinals, essentially.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's not—he's a serviceable. He's like a two seventy career hitter. Molina is a good hitter for sure. Molina's got, but he's not a three hundred hitter.
1: No, but he's got like two thousand hits, which again for a catcher, yeah, it's a lot. I mean,
0: just lasting that long is a lot. Right, that's insane. Um,
1: I think next year's his last year, so next year's his farewell tour. Yeah. How the uh, fuck
0: do we even... Oh, Sal Perez. So yeah, there's... Uh, we gotta get back to business here. There's a pretty decent chance still of, uh, of my way too early prediction that I made in like fucking February that he's... that uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is gonna win the MVP. As soon as I saw him show up to camp in shape, I'm yeah. like, alright, cool. Because that's all he needed to be was in shape. Yeah. He's got all the natural talent in the world. He's a dope Just boy. Put in, a put in some effort. And don't show up fat. <laughs> I mean, goddamn.
1: Would, I mean, I guess what I'm rooting for here, I, I actually would like both the Yankees and the Blue Jays to make the playoffs. I would like them both to just overtake the Red Sox, who bore the shit out of me and for whom I have no mm. affinity whatsoever. Like, I don't like watching them. They don't have anyone all that interesting to me, I guess like Raphael Devers, but like... Bogart? Yeah. Like, this, These both these teams are way more fucking fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I really like... Uh, I don't know for sure because I don't watch enough uh, to see him take his hat off. But is Bo Bichette rocking like a fucking soft mullet, like a, a Mel Gibson and *Lethal Weapon* one through three mullet, or what's happening there?
1: I think he is, yeah, because that's
0: fucking dope as shit. If he's if he's running that out there, he's way better than uh, than uh, what's that fucking turd's name that moved to Philly, the quarterback Harper. Oh, I'm sorry. No, the uh, Gardner Minshew. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. way. That's way better because he's not even making a thing out of it. That's just his life. Yes, dude. Yeah. He's not. That's a, his life.
1: Minshew's doing it for content. Like Min, Minshew's yes. getting on the Insta- getting on Instagram and doing it. Yes, Bobichet Bo
0: is living that life. Yeah, in fucking Canada. To
1: be fair, though, Bo Bichette wow. was raised Buffalo by a. No, they're back in Canada. Oh shit. Yeah, they're playing in Toronto again. Mm. Uh, I not not in front of full crowds, I think, but they are playing. But to be fair, Bo dad, Dante, big mullet guy. He's really just emulating his father, who had the filthiest.
0: That's true, mullet. but he had it when uh, Dante came up in the early... I mean, I guess, technically, he played a little bit in the 80s, I think. I no, think. you're
1: right, though. He was of the kruk Dykstra era. Exactly. Mullet era. Like,
0: that would have... I mean, to be honest, I thought it was a huge mistake for Philly. And I, I know they won... Uh. Uh quite a bit of games, right? They made it to a World Series. It ended tragically, and that tragedy huh. did, I suppose, involve two mullets, Darren Dalton and <laughs> fucking... Uh, 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 wait, what's his name? I can see... dykes uh, No, the left-handed pitcher, Mitch Williams. Oh, yeah. Um, that was the big tragedy, was Mitch Williams. Uh, but it, it was a huge mistake to me not to bring him over there. It would have been like the, the middle 2000s Red Sox not having... Dirt bags like fucking uh, uh kevin euclis yeah who doesn't look he doesn't look like a baseball player he looks like a guy who used to work in construction but now he's on permanent disability <laughs> that's what kevin euclis looks like and that's what his name sounds like yes. it doesn't sound like a famous name
1: no kevin euclis sounds like someone who gets arrested for assault outside of fenway
0: yeah yeah actually yeah yeah but turns out he had a pretty good career i guess he did. um
1: same with uh who's the other dirt right there, kevin millar
0: kevin millar was good yeah i did yeah. I don't know where Euclid came from originally, but Malar came from Florida, from the Marlins. Where did uh, Euclid come from? He was in somebody's farm system, and was it the Yankees?
1: I don't remember. I know he he got a shout-out on the movie Moneyball, because he had the batting stance, and uh, the guy who was supposed to be Friedman or whatever, Jonah Hill's character, Mm. was like, I really wanted him, but uh, the Red Sox scooped him up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Euclid was great. Euclid was like an on-base king before that was a thing but he had a weird batting. He exam. was
0: drafted originally by the Red Sox, right? Okay. Okay. But he went to the Yankees later. That's what uh anyways, these uh yeah, these 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 guys in Toronto are pretty good. I don't think they have the pitching necessarily to win against some of these other teams in the playoffs, but they can definitely scoot in there, right? I mean, and then, then, who knows? They've what, got
1: a solid bullpen. I mean, the look, bullpen's it, it, pretty good. It's not, they don't have the best rotation, but like Robbie Ray and Barrios and, and Matt's are fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Matt's in the playoffs will get rocked, I think. He, it's, he's, yeah. it's like uh, the fact that Tom Glavin had any success in the playoffs <laughs> is incredible because so in the NBA playoffs, there are far less fouls called mm-hmm. because. One, you want people to fucking fight, and two, I think the league gives that gives that instruction because, like, we don't want our star players fouling out every fucking game in our most watched period of the year. Right. In the same way, strike zones are typically tight unless you're Levon Hernandez. Strikeouts are typically way tighter in the playoffs as well. And if you're one of those guys that counts on nibbling and shit like that, you're done. Like they just don't have. Glavin's had some big games in the playoffs for Atlanta, but he's also had some really shitty ones. And he's one of the top five pitchers of that fucking decade you know what i mean yeah so if that guy can have problems Stephen matt's can have problems right? Right, right i don't know i don't know what his uh what his playoff situation i mean he's been with the mets for a while right until he moved over there so he probably hasn't seen a lot of the playoffs
1: no i don't think he actually some i don't know that he's ever pitched in the playoffs he was on i mean he was in the majors i believe for that mets world series team mm-hmm. and he did pitch for them uh i mean he had a three six ra but he didn't. Yeah, he started three games. Started hmm. three games. Three against eight ERA. Against
0: whom? Maybe maybe he's one of the few that figured it out. He's a nibbler though.
1: Yeah, I mean he also threw fourteen innings in those three games. But he started all three That's of not them. Good. So they took him out. Had a quick hook, right? They were just fuck it, let's get him out. I, I which I fucking hate in the playoffs. Like if a guy's dealing, let him go. But I don't, I don't know. know if he was necessarily dealing or not. Uh, what's his What's his whip in the fucking playoffs? 1-4, he had a 1-4-3 whip in the playoffs, so, yeah, he was probably uh, not very economical, that's your, but to your point with the nibbler, right, can't nibble in the playoffs yeah. like you can in the regular season, uh, he's, I mean, but he would be there three, at best, it's more on Barrios and, and, and uh, Robbie Ray, who's having a good year.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a mistake for them to get rid of Strowman, uh, but I get Clearly, it.
1: Clearly, Strowman's fucking killing it for the Mets.
0: But, I mean, that's, that's probably more of a situation where Strowman's, they're like, hey, what about uh, signing this long-term contract? And he's like, for how much? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, I mean, if we, you know, if we lock it down now for this amount, but for over these years, he's like, yeah, no, going, M- yeah, going to the Mets. I'm going to New York where I can make money.
1: I'm good. Uh, but, yeah, the I mean, the Blue Jays are pretty well positioned, 14 of their remaining games against mm-hmm. the Twins and the Orioles, mm-hmm. who are both dog shit.
0: And both, both have given up on life as well. Yes. So they're not... This isn't one of those situations like you see in the NBA or in, uh, in the NFL. You'll see shitty teams towards the end of the season play spoiler in playoff races. Baseball teams don't think that way because it's like a three- or four-game series. Right. You, don't, you, you can't keep up that intensity unless there's, you're fighting the other team, literally fighting the other team for that long.
1: I mean, really, at this point, if you're playing for the Orioles or the, or the Twins, you're just trying to get your own at-bats in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like You're trying to like, show out for the next team essentially, yeah, yeah. or to keep your job on the Orioles while they tank for another year or two or just shitty into, in perpetuity. Uh, they do have six against the Rays, which is rough, and uh, they also have, but they also have four more against the Yankees, including today. They're done with the Red Sox, though. Mm. So they're done playing the Red Sox. Um,
0: I mean, the Yankees are on a bit of a slide here. We'll see how that series finishes out, but they've got a good shot. Yeah, know. I
1: mean, if they beat the Yankees today, they're a half game out of that second yeah. wildcard spot. By the way, the fucking Mariners are only two and a half games out of the wild card. the Mariners who sold at the deadline and have a negative fifty run differential will not go the fuck away
0: yeah, it's one of those i think it's i think it's a fluke year where a guy has like a really uh it, like you can tell from his batting average on balls and play that he really didn't have as good of a season you think it, or he had a better season than you think i think yeah. it's, I think it's one of those years where there's a lot of shits going the right way i mean they they got rid of the cornerstone of their clubhouse, right? Yep. That uh, that that fucking uh, uh, relief pitcher of all people. I mean, <laughs> not that a closer can't be important, but a close cl- they're clearly are one of the most important positions in baseball now. Yeah, because it shortens the game for you and it gives you consistency in a spot anywhere. Anytime you can fucking th- this is the reason that the IRS considers a guaranteed return on an investment a security, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, that's how important it is. Right. So. They got rid of that guy.
1: Well, just imagine if it's it's another sport. Say it's football. Yeah. And for whatever reason, your defense can literally, literally remove five minutes from the clock. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's huge.
0: So they trade that guy. Uh, and, but also, he was like a big-time clubhouse leader, one of the most popular people yeah. on the entire team and amongst the fan base as well. I think... Failing upwards is certainly a thing. Like Sometimes you trip, and it just all works out for you. Right. Uh, That's what's happening right here. And if they do happen to sneak into the playoffs, they are going to get fucking murdered. Murdered. I mean, like, badly. It might be interesting. I I feel I'm going to have to reach out to Adam Ray and make sure he's okay, because he may (laughs) fucking muck duck himself.
1: I don't think they'll mind, because they haven't made the playoffs in 20 years.
0: That's true. And the time they haven't had, I mean, that fucking, what year was that? Ninety fucking five? What year was that when Griffey... When when Randy Johnson came in in relief, ninety five, yeah, ninety five, yeah. I mean that was the best that team has ever done in the postseason, and it still ended tragically. Yeah, I mean the next time they made it and had it, and it was um, they won Two thousand and one, They won one hundred and sixteen. One hundred and sixteen, yeah. yeah, in regular season, and then got bounced in the first round of the yep. fucking playoffs, man. They don't I get maybe you're right maybe the lord expectations if just making They'll it there's enough yeah at
1: this point I, I you know people talk a lot of shit on the uh, on the like 90s Braves for not winning anything but like those fucking Mariners teams Griffey, A-Rod. Jay Buhner. fucking Edgar, Edgar Martinez, Martinez and Randy Johnson like
0: literally two two of the very best hitters of the 1990s like two of the top 10 hitters probably of the 1990s on the same team yeah. with Randy Johnson That's, uh, now there wasn't a whole lot other than Randy Johnson pitching wise on that team, right? Yeah. And,
1: but, Still, though, that's a team with four Hall of Famers. Yeah. Literally. Like, f- yeah. how many other teams ever, like, per, how many teams per era have four Hall of Famers on it that isn't like one mm-hmm. of them's like a weird, like, Shurs are going to the Dodgers. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, like four <coughs> Hall of Famers and like, they're actually that team's guy. That's, that's
0: a good question. I don't know the answer to that, but it would be, I'd like to see it. They also had, fuck, I forgot about goddamn. Uh, uh, Tino Martinez was on that team.
1: Yeah, fuck, yeah! He had
0: Thirty-one home runs that year, too. Yeah, um, they were stacked. But they're pitching. Ugh. <laughs> this is so funny. Randy Johnson, eighteen and two with a fucking two forty-eight ERA. Uh, next best guy here is Tim Belcher, ten and twelve with a four fifty ERA, and it just gets worse from there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's it's a wonder they even made it in the goddamn playoffs, and they had. Their, their two closers were Bobby Ayala and Norm Charlton. Tight. Not tight. Sounds good. That's why they got bounced. Yeah. But yeah, they, they had they had good teams.
1: Yeah. Good teams. I'm rooting for the Jays. I would like to see them I would honestly rather watch the Blue Jays than the Yankees. Now the Blue Jays aren't gonna win the division. We'll get into that in a minute, because the Rays have that locked the fuck up. But yeah, I'm rooting for the Jays. I, I would just like to see the Red Sox get bounced. Give me Blue Jays, Yankees in the in the wildcard game and I'm rooting for the Blue Jays to get in there, and I guess they would play the Rays first round, yeah. which is kind of boring to just have all AL East, AL East, AL East, but whatever. I'll take it. Uh, but you know what else I'll take? Some ad reads. Mm. Starting with mybookie.com. You like easy money? Who doesn't like easy money? Head to mybookie.com to bet the lock of the season, and when any team scores between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Bucks, that's tonight. You win. The best bet you can make is one you can't lose. If you didn't know, a game hasn't ended 0-0 since World War II, so this is a sure bet. It really is that simple. Join MyBookie now, place a bet on the lock of the season and the first point scored in the season opener on Thursday night, you automatically cash. Uh, MyBookie is playing host to several exclusive contests, including their $100,000 super contest, and it only costs $10 to enter. There's big money on the line this season. You don't want to Wait to get in the game, so join now. Head to mybookie.com today and use the promo code DRINKINBROS to instantly receive double your first deposit. That's double your funds to double your winnings. Again, that's promo code DRINKINBROS to receive double your first deposit and get started with mybookie today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.com. Next up, we have our favorite, GhostBed. I always say this because I don't, i mean it i don't know what else to say about them they've been advertising with drinking bros for five years they're the best mattress company in the world they have cooling technology on literally everything they make except their adjustable base because that's the only thing that your skin isn't going to touch is the actual adjustable base but uh it makes up for it by being adjustable i guess i don't know i mean it's metal so i guess it's cooling anyway uh but yeah we love ghost they've been a sponsor for five years uh everyone who buys a ghost bed who listens to this like they rave about them. They're like, yeah, you guys are right. It's not bullshit. Uh, every mattress has a twenty year warranty. You can try it out for hundred and one nights, and if you don't like it, you can send it back. No hard feelings. Although you're, I said this the other day. I think on the core read, like you're kind of a fucking psycho if you mail a mattress back. Like you won't even want to because it's a really good mattress. Yeah, but like I feel like even if it was a shitty mattress, you'd be like, well, I'm just gonna keep it. But it's a great mattress. You're definitely not mailing this thing back, so you don't need to worry about that. They're our favorite mattresses in the world. Uh, And like I said, cooling technology on everything, on the mattress, on the sheets, on the pillows. And this isn't just like some bullshit thing where it's like, oh, they feel cool. Like these things don't make sense physically to me. It doesn't make sense. They are literally cold. Uh, So right now, Ghostbed's offering a bundle. You can get everything you need uh, without even really thinking about it. You just choose from one of their four mattresses and then go from there building your bundle. Like again, the cooling pillows and sheets or adjustable base. Whatever else gives you the best bang for your buck because you get forty percent off of these ghost bed bundles when you get the mattress and the adjustable base. You're pretty much like that's almost half off. Like it's it's that's a massive discount. Or if you don't need all of that shit, if you just need like one thing or two things, you can shop a la carte and still get thirty percent off by using the promo code Bros. You just go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinkin' bros. Type in the promo code drinking bros when you're checking out. Get 30% off anything you want, or if you do the bundle, you'll get 40% off. These mattresses are affordable. They're like $35 a month, zero down, zero percent financing. Uh your credit doesn't need to be good or anything like that good or anything like that. Uh, again, that's forward, uh, that's ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They're favorite mattress in the world. Don't know what else. I always say, don't know what to say about it. Yeah. And then last but not least, we got uh Killcliff. I'm actually drinking a new Killcliff. This is the Ignite. Uh, we're going to talk about both of them, but I haven't, I'm drinking a new Kilcliff flavor today. It's not a new flavor, but it's new to me. The the citrus, yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Smashing
0: citrus. Uh, what did I mix that with recently? I like how it always comes back to fucking booze yeah. with me. Um, it was definitely vodka. I mixed it with vodka and something else. You
1: made like vodka. a Kill Cliff screwdriver situation.
0: Kind of, yeah. And then I added something else for for uh, to to spike it. Maybe it was just a lime. I think I put a. I think I squeezed a lime in there. Man, it was really fucking good. Who's over there talking?
2: Uh, I was just thinking. Didn't you make a creamsicle beverage at one point with that?
0: Oh yeah, I did. When was that? That was like a that was like a year ago.
2: Yeah, Shoot. I just roughly remember that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's good to mix. Is all I'm saying, and also. People rave about Kill Cliffs, uh, energy drink quite a bit for one main reason. You can drink any energy drink and get hyped up, I would imagine, right? Otherwise, yes. you, you, you wouldn't be able to get away with an energy drink that didn't give you energy didn't, for very yeah, long. Right. But most of them are fucking packed with t- somewhere between 20 and 40 grams of sugar. Or you crash like a motherfucker after coming down off that shit. I've never had the Jetters or a crash from Kill Cliffs,
1: never. ever. Never never ever once crashed this is actually my favorite thing to uh drink when i come into the office hungover yeah because it's got electrolytes mm-hmm. it's got the b vitamins what the plants want yeah yeah got, plants crave got what Excuse plants me. crave yeah you were actually making that joke the other day about framing i forget what else you're framing but It was like about framing to- oh the effect ev- ev- the horse uh oh yeah ivermectin yeah uh, and it was a, like inadvertently, you forgot to reference idiocracy when yeah. you're talking about that because you're talking about water like fish fucking it. Yeah. Like what, when they're yeah. talking about the water like from the toilet? Yeah.
0: Water like from the toilet.
1: Uh, yeah. But yeah, the Killcliff CBD and the Killcliff Ignite, both incredible, all in great flavors. Uh, I do like this citrus one a lot. My favorite is still the uh, uh, cherry limeade. Mm. But uh, what is that website? Killcliff.com yep. and promo code drinking bros. Mm get a nice little hefty discount on there on either cbd or the ignite uh it's our favorite energy drink and the cbd stuff it won't make you piss hot or anything like that uh they're like the biggest cbd distributor in the country or something now you know? they just
0: signed the largest distribution deal for ready to drink cbd in history yeah on in, in any country
1: yeah so this is not uh, this is not bullshit
0: no they're not fucking around no
1: it is. Uh, they're fucking real. They're fucking legit. I really like Killcliff a lot. I've had two of these today and only one cup of coffee. I go to Killcliff. especially. I just don't like to drink sweet things in the morning. So like, once I have lunch, switch over to Killcliff. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, Kilcliff's great. Killcliff.com. Use promo code Drinking Bros. Get a nice little discount on their CBD or on their energy drinks. Best energy drink in the world, in my opinion. Uh, the CBD drinks are also fantastic and do a good job of chilling you out. Uh, next up. Got uh, some Braves news,
0: yeah, good, going on. Good news, I would say.
1: I would. I completely agree. They uh, have extended catcher Travis Darnot, who's been out most of this year, unfortunately, which is probably plays into why the Braves are only two and a half up in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they re-signed Charlie Morton to kind of, you know, your entire rotation can't be twenty-one year olds,
0: right? Yeah, you need a you need one guy on there. I mean that that honestly is probably probably played as big, uh. A role in the Dodgers getting Scherzer for that elder statesman uh, shit as anything other than maybe the fact that they just didn't want San Francisco to get his ass right. That, that that's our uh, San Diego. Yeah, that's probably the biggest reason to yes. be honest. But um, yeah, that's good news for them because next year the rotation is going to be. I mean, I assume uh uh the fucking kid that's hurt Soroka is going to be one. Maybe if, if he's maybe they dead. leave him a two. Like yeah. I
1: at this point I'm just like. Just be healthy,
0: please. Yeah, I, I he's look he'll he'll be fine by next year. But uh, you know, I expect him to be one or two, and then um, freed to be one or two. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if I don't know whichever one is one. I think the other one would be three, and I think uh, that uh, you put, Morton in, you the put Morton in the middle of them, and then you know after so you have let, let's just say for the sake of argument, he's coming back from from injury so. You want to give them a fucking easy trip back in. You have Freed, Morton, Soroka, and then Ian Anderson and Wasker and Noah. And I mean, what the fuck, man? That's That's, like, that's the best rotation in baseball at that point. So, like, that's fucking filthy. Yeah. I, I don't know how, if you're the Braves, I don't know how you're not looking at your lineup right now, trying not just your lineup, but I don't know how you're not looking into your farm system and your draft picks and everywhere else to just find a way to get two legit game finishers on your team yeah right that's that should be the only thing they fucking care about over this offseason
1: i mean so that's what i was going to ask you so like what what are their moves so they've got everything locked down except the outfield and the bullpen right they so they have acuna obviously Mm -hmm. got that in the outfield the infield's set
0: they should they should definitely resign uh duval for a number of reasons one he's a two-way player he plays really good defense yes uh, for and, left field defense yeah and if you happen upon a fucking uh, maybe they have somebody in the farm system or whatever the fuck a left handed hitter that can platoon with him maybe but I would let him play every game because you're going to get about 40 home runs yeah. out of the guy right uh, I think that's locked up too I think center field's the fucking problem uh, I, I believe what I've heard from fucking uh, the AJC the the Atlanta General constitutional is that they're still planning on trying to work Christian Pache back in next year. I think that's a fucking huge mistake. Get rid of that kid. Not a send him somewhere that needs a center fielder for defense only. Yeah, because that's not what you need here. If you they, they need somebody that can do both things. They thought it was him. It's not. No. Move on with your fucking life. So I don't know what they do about that. I mean, Ender Ntiiarte can play center field.
1: I think he's. I think they I think he's kind of done.
0: He can play center field. I don't know if he continues after this, but he can play it. Uh, maybe not at this point in his at his age as Christian Pache can, but he can fucking hit baseballs Yeah, a little bit at least, right?
1: You know, so the DH is, is going to be a thing next year, almost certainly. I wouldn't hate, honestly, kind of just running back what they have right now, plus Acuna. Yeah. I love this fucking outfield with mm-hmm. Solaire, who would probably move to DH, yeah. uh, and Duvall and Jock Peterson and Acuna. Yeah, I love that. That's pretty good defense. You got a lot
0: of options there.
1: I, like as soon as they I, I, that to me is a great outfield. I would like them to run that back as much as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Solaire and Duvall in particular are no brainer re signings.
0: Yeah, for sure. I don't. I mean Peterson against right handed pitching is pretty good.
1: He's done better against lefties this year because he's actually he's not a platoon guy. Right. Like have got to play every day with the Cubs for the most part and stuff like that. <laughs> he is a platoon guy again on the Braves now because they are just mixing and matching. Right. They also have. Uh, I guess they might do Eddie Rosario, although I think he's kind of not that great defensively.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, I, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with that. But I, So I think I'd like them to run back most of that outfield. I yeah, really like Yeah, that'd be like
0: nice. It. I mean, there's other stuff you can do, too. If you, uh, if, you want, if you just want elite defense and center field, you can still get some pretty good bargains. I mean, you could go get Jackie Bradley Jr., for example. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's not going to be on a rookie contract like Christian Pache is going to be. Right. He's going to make probably $9 million a year, but he's, what he's not going to do is uh, uh, make a bunch of stupid base running mistakes and uh, hit below 200. Although Bradley has been in danger of hitting below 200 <laughs> in his career, but he's kind of past that shit now. Yeah. Um, but even like Tommy Pham that's on San Diego now, you could get somebody like that. There's a lot of options for center field. Um, Michael Taylor in Kansas City, I think, is a really good center fielder, but they don't really need more right-handed bats. No, uh, uh, there, there's a lot of options that are free agent, just free agents this year that they could look into. But you know, who knows? I, I, I feel like um, I feel like what they have right now. I don't know if there's anything on the market that's going to be better than that. And they've been together now for a little while, so why fuck with it? Like, unless it's a a market improvement, a guaranteed market market improvement, why? why
1: fuck with it yeah you know i so yeah i, I would like them to see that with the bull I, I want them to do something with the bullpen essentially right like yeah. that's what we need we mm-hmm. need we need to we need to make it a six inning game yeah they kind of have the pieces already like i like richard rodriguez who i think has like an option or something like that um, he,
0: he could be good yeah and then trevor rosenthal from oakland is a free agent after this year but it's
1: he's been out all year
0: yeah, but he's he's had really good success yeah. with them over over time. I free agent closers don't have the best history. I mean, a closer has a three year peak, yeah, typically, right? So they have their three year peak, they get their contract, and they suck is usually what happens. There there are exceptions. People that came up in their early twenties as closers mm-hmm. are usually the exception. Mariano Rivera was the exception. Uh, Kimbrell fucking. Uh, uh, People that actually uh, – well, I guess Mario Rivera never left the Yankees, but he got big contracts there. Yeah. Uh, uh, who else am I thinking of? Uh, Roldis Chapman um, was like that. Um, I don't think – You know, that,
1: I believe he's a free agent this season as well is uh, Kimbrell.
0: Uh, he might be, yeah. He's
1: on the last year of his contract. I it might think. be
0: like a player option or something like that. But, yeah, he's uh, – let's see. What other relievers? I'm looking at all the relievers for next year.
1: In fact, um, he is. I think he, I'm almost positive he is. I mean, dude, like, yeah, that's, if you, you can run, the nice thing about the, what the Braves have in the outfield now, too, is you can run back that outfield for pretty cheap. Right. Like, you don't have to spend a lot of money there, and then just break the fucking bank on the bullpen. Yeah. Like, just lock it the fuck down. No one is scoring runs on that team.
0: That's, it seems like you could do that, to be honest, with the amount of, uh, the amount of extremely friendly contracts they have right now. Yeah. I and mean, if you think about, they're going to shed Mar- Marcelo Zuna somehow, so that money's going to come off the books, and they've effectively replaced him uh, with two guys that collectively make way less than he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what Peterson and, uh, and Duvall are making, but it's not a combined like tw- what, Twenty or sixteen yeah, or eighteen. Thir- money. Wait. I mean,
1: Ozuna finished like I think second in MVP voting or something last. Last year, yeah, yeah. But like- there's
0: no guarantee that that shit's going to continue. He's had good no. seasons, but he's been pretty spotty over his right. career. Um,
1: they do. There is one big mm-hmm. contract they're going to have to sign, though, and that's Freddie.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, I'm not worried about that. I mean, Freddie will probably take a discount, to be honest. Although, I wouldn't if I were him.
1: You know, because they don't the chipper thing.
0: No, I don't think they need it. That. That club has plenty of fucking money. Are you yeah, kidding fuck, me? It's bullshit. They're yeah. owned by Warner Media, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's, like, one who, of the biggest who, companies in the world. A uh, lot of... Who, Brad, think, Brad Hand is another one. I mean, that's... Uh,
1: he's, been, he's been fucking iffy this year. He was on yeah. my uh, fantasy team for a while, and he, after the All-Star break, fell off a fucking cliff. Got traded to the Blue Jays, and they yeah, immediately made out. him not the closer. Yeah. Uh,
0: let's see. Who all is... Rosenthal, he's been out a lot of the year. Kenley Jansen is... How the fuck is he making $20 million a year? He has broken the hearts of so many Dodgers fans.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I would damn. stay far away from Kenley Jansen. I would take Kimbrel. I mean, think about this. So uh, Rodriguez, they can negotiate arbitration with, I believe. Yeah. So they have that. They have Tyler Matzik. Go after Kimbrel. Yuri's
0: uh, familia is also a free agent. Uh, he's, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to judge a guy based on his impact playing on a shitty team sometimes. Yeah. But I feel like he's uh he's a pretty decent guy. The problem is it's so hard to find a good closer that when if, if you show for any amount of time, even if it's just part of a season that you're good at it, it's kind of like the running back situation in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like it's so rare that you overpay for it out of instinct sometimes, but it's always a bad move. I mean, honestly, the best closers of all time have been dudes that started out as starting pitchers. Right? That includes Rivera, by the way. Yeah, Mariano Rivera was a starting pitcher until he just decided he didn't want to pitch from the windup anymore. It's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Oh, no, let's make him a closer. Uh, fucking John Smoltz, Dennis Eckersley, all these guys. I guess Chapman wanted to be a starting pitcher, too, and they told him to be a closer, which was a smart move on their part. That uh, definitely yeah. extended his career quite a bit um i don't know man this whatever they do i hope they fucking do something for the bullpen
1: they don't have any other moves to make other than signing two cheap outfielders yeah like if it's one thing like last year when they don't go out and get some big free agent or blah 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 Mm. but like yeah this year i don't all you have to do is fill the gaps Mm. that's it like everything else is taken care. Well, of. that's the the
0: history of the fucking Braves, though, is not being able to get that last five percent. We talked about it earlier in the show. Yeah,
1: not to, not be able to get the last five. They get into the red zone, no fucking problem. Oh. They end up kicking field goals every time.
0: Oh, it's three points. Yeah.
1: Uh, last but not least, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays are like I don't know, man. They, they they are like the Dodgers without the like million dollar line, billion dollar lineup situation. But in what I mean by that is like. You're just like, how the fuck do they have another prospect like this? They
0: make exceptional uh, roster moves and draft exceptionally well. Man, they got a lot of fucking heat for bringing up Wander Franco. Yeah. But maybe keep your fucking mouth shut because (laughs) since he's come up 2.9 wins above replacement, he plays defense pretty well. 2.9 wins above replacement? His, His defensive wins above replacement in 60 games. Is fucking point uh, six yeah. and sixty games, like as a fucking new guy. That's pretty goddamn good.
1: Yeah, two point nine would be a good full season.
0: It would be a full a good full season. So he right now, uh, he's got two hundred forty five at bats, which is close. Uh, I don't know how much he walk. He, don't, he doesn't walk much right now. He doesn't. Uh, that's like almost half a season. Uh, seven home runs, two eighty two average, scored fifty runs already. Jesus Christ! So this is. If he had played 162 games this year, his uh, this, these would be his numbers: 282, obviously, uh, fucking 19 home runs and 96 RBI and 130 runs scored, 40 doubles. He's got four triples this year already. Yeah, I mean this guy's lightning. He he reminds me of uh, fucking Christ. What is this guy's name? I hate forgetting this. I always forget his name. Left-handed Carl Crawford. He reminds oh, yeah, me yeah. of Crawford coming out of there. Like yeah. hits. Doesn't look like he should necessarily, but hits with good power, especially doubles. Gets a ton. I mean, Crawford had what nineteen triples one year, I think. Yeah, he something was, like that. He was the he was, the triples was yeah. a triples machine. Yeah, that's who he kind of reminds me of. But he plays he plays middle infield and in third base. Man, they made a good decision. They also got shit talked quite a bit because after a relatively good start to the season uh, this year, Randy Rosarino, uh had a rough summer. But if you look at his numbers since. Uh, since August, he's hitting like 340, right? Yep. He's lighting it up again.
1: I got to think adding Nelly Cruz to the lineup probably helped that.
0: Yeah, that's probably the only reason. I think they'll probably bring him back next year for the same reason. I would. Yeah, I, would pay him, I would pay him $25 million just to come back and mentor these two kids Yep, because and that's the future of your fucking team.
1: Now they're bringing up another top 10 prospect. Yeah. Not, not Ray's top 10 prospect. Yeah, Major League base, baseball, baseball top 10 yeah. prospect. Uh, in Josh Lowe, who plays the outfield, in 98 AAA games, Lowe has 21 home runs and 24 still in bases. 138 WRC+.
0: Jesus Christ. Well, that's pretty much... What's, what's Hall of Fame level for WRC+. Like
1: 125, yeah. 130?
0: Good God.
1: Uh, there's no holes in this lineup. They play elite defense. They're, they're starting they also have
0: G-Man Choi, which I think, regardless of the rest of your team, gives you a, a big boost. Just because whenever you get bored, you can say that out loud. <laughs> and he's, he's, a, he's like a 270-pound Korean dude. Yeah, he's just fun to look at. He's, he's a fun dude, too. He, likes, he really enjoys playing baseball. I think it's the only time his parents let him out of their house. Because <laughs> he didn't become a doctor. They're mad about him. He's like, I'm a fucking millionaire. Like, shut up. Yeah, f- you, you're not doing enough. What was that, uh, that family, or is it American dad? Are you a doctor yet? And the, the kid's like, no, what? And he's like, call me back when your doctor and just slams the door <laughs> in his face. Uh, that's why they're killing us, beating us and everything, by the way, because they're disciplined. Uh, G-Man Choi is awesome. I like this whole lineup, actually.
1: Yeah. The rotation leaves something to be desired, but mm. I don't know how much they even care about their rotation. They, they
0: always manage to cobble stuff together. You know what I mean? It's just a it's a very... The team's very bizarre. It's the The composition of the team is always very bizarre to me, but somehow they always make it work, so... What are you gonna do man i mean they're uh I like to look into the to the other data than just the win loss record right yeah, like one uh run differential they're plus one seventy nine and the highest is the dodgers at plus two twenty two but they're not even leading their own division, so a lot of that is is You know, mean, median, mode—what which number shows up the most, or how often are you beating people by a lot than having a lot of close games? Uh, They're they're second, I think, or first in the league after the Dodgers. Yeah, so they're second in the league in run differential. And you look up and down that roster, and you're like, "Wow, is that real?" Like, I don't understand how they're doing this with a bunch of children. Uh, Adding Nelson Cruz certainly helped, but fuck it—it's not like they were having problems before that, right? Right. And it's not like they're getting. I guess they do have an outlier performance with, uh, to some degree, for Zanino because he hasn't had a lot of success since like 2018. He's been banged up and in the COVID year and all that shit. Uh, And he's a 30 year old catcher in the league, which is not when you see somebody have the most hit the most home runs they have in their career. But Sally Perez is doing it too. So, but also uh, Zanino
1: is only hitting home runs. I think yeah, he's hitting like 200. Yeah.
0: He's, I, I don't know if he's, he might be, no, he's not below. I think he's around 205 it's or something. real close like that. to
1: that. Like, he yeah. literally will hit a home run or strikeout. <laughs> well, those hey. are the only two options. I mean, him. but they're fine with it.
0: But you're getting, uh, like, you get outlier performances on teams like this from guys like that. Like, you wouldn't, nobody would have guessed that he's going to hit 30 home runs this year, I don't think. Yeah. Nobody would have guessed that uh, Brandon Lowe was going to have 33 at the beginning of September. That's weird. (laughs) Uh, If you could even have named that motherfucker before I just did. Right. uh, By the way. Uh, You know, it's... I don't know. There's something that they do, and I think they do it quite a bit better than Oakland. Whatever Oakland was in the early 2000s, Tampa Bay is now, but they're a much, much better version of it.
1: Do you think part of that is, as it's like cliche, like... uh fucking, like, guy holding a katana on his lawn while his buddy takes a picture shit. But it is, is it a little bit of, like, steel, sharp and steel? Because they they have to play in such a tougher division that they just do not have room for error?
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, when's the last time the AL West was super competitive? And when I say that, I mean, like, there's three teams in this division that could possibly win the World Series. I don't remember the last time it's been the case for the West. Like, I never... Oh, not three. I never think... Like the Astros are good every year mm-hmm. since whenever fifteen or whatever, but they're good every year. I wouldn't say they're necessarily a World Series contender every year, but they're definitely somewhere either in the conversation or on the periphery every year. Oakland is one of those teams where you just don't know, right? Because they're like in a they've been in a rebuild for the last thirty years. Yeah, they just happen to keep winning somehow. But it's it's either yes or no for them. Like they're not even close to making the playoffs this year. They're not even going to get close. They fell behind the fucking Mariners. Yeah. Uh, so when's the last time? I don't remember. I guess one of the years when Houston and Oakland were good, were there, I guess the Rangers would have been competitive. What, what year was that that they went to they the were, World Series last? 15? The Rangers? Like 2015, they last went to the World Series. They lost
1: in 10 and 11. Has Rangers. it really
0: been that long? Yeah. And, so,
1: and when the Rangers were good, the Astros were awful.
0: Yeah, it's true. So I, I don't know. Maybe you're right about that maybe they just haven't played <sighs> who who in the fucking early 2000s in the west the rangers weren't really it was
1: the it was the a's in the early 2000s the, a, was...
0: the a's primarily but they had And then the
1: angels won the world series in 2002. Yeah, that's a true. wild card.
0: That's true. But they were they were basically the same angels team they are now. Right? What do you mean? Like they look pretty good on paper they win, yes. they win like 83 84 games right yeah 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 which is kind of what i expect them to do this year i think they'll probably win about 80 games this year it's fucking stupid anyways <laughs> yeah maybe you're right about that or maybe they're just better like i don't i hate when people start to compliment somebody like uh, imagine how it feels to be a doctor spend all that time learning how to be a doctor and then becoming a surgeon and learning all that and going through the process under that stress, doing your job well enough to save someone's life, and they're like, I just want to thank God for saving my life. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I want a tip at least, like 15%. <laughs> Goddamn, dude. Did my job properly. So I hate. I don't want to discount them by saying necessarily that it was just circumstantial or, or whatever, but uh, who knows? I don't know. They, they're definitely, I, what you can't argue is that they're doing it better. Yeah. So you could say Moneyball went to some of the other teams eventually. Obviously, the Red Sox used it quite a bit. And uh, maybe still do. I don't know what they do now. The uh, Cubs, to some lesser degree, but a lot of teams have have done that in the in the major markets. The only other team to do it with no money successfully is Tampa Bay, and they didn't get bounced in the first round of playoffs. They've made it two World Series. They've got right? two pennants. Yeah. So I mean, that, that this team is far and away better at executing that strategy than Oakland ever was. And it looks like they just reloaded again with yeah. three new dudes over the last fucking eighteen months that are. One, we're all fucking top prospects, and two of them have already shown themselves to be successful at the major league level. Yeah. Right? One of them has shown that he's not going to have a sophomore slump, which is a big deal. So, fuck, man. I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe the Braves and Rays should merge teams, <laughs> and they would never lose, right? Because they would have the best 20-year-olds that exist at every position.
1: Right. I, my only worry with the Rays, and I guess there's a worry every year, is just like, I, I, don't, it's, I don't get it as bad as the Giants, but I'm just like, regular se- are they a regular season team? Do things just even out with them? Like, they play, they play everything right, but then they get in a short series, and who knows? But they, what, took the Dodgers to six games last year? I mean, they made the fucking World Series. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, think, I think the Braves losing last year was uh, because Brian Snicker is an idiot. Like, Max Fried should have started Game 5. I don't care what the fuck happens. But you What's the... um, God damn it. You don't don't run a race with your fucking prize horse in the barn, man. Yeah. You put him out there. And that was their best pitcher all fucking year. You know what I mean? One of the best pitchers in baseball. Maybe the best pitcher in baseball all season. And he's young. And he's a big kid. He's not a fucking frail little guy. He's not had any fucking injury issues. Uh, that, would, that would stop you from doing it, put him out there on short rest and say, hey, dude, you know what? We're going to win or lose, and it's on you to do it. Max Freed would have said, okay, cool, and he would have went out there and pitched and probably won the game, to be honest.
1: And we would have won the World Series. But
0: maybe. maybe I, There's no transitive property. You never yeah, know it's, about that. It's, but. It's
1: a, no, there's not a transitive property, but that's, that is the most winnable World Series matchup of the last probably 10 years. I've yeah, heard. for sure. That's true. Or maybe not 10, but like five years but
0: uh, yeah Speak, speaking i mean the rays uh this this guy he's got, the difference between uh double a and major league baseball and and let's be clear most people that come up to the to the major league level come from double a AA, and not triple a right triple a is kind of a place where you do uh, refinement. Like if a guy's pretty much there, you send him there. But if you're a really good player, you don't spend time in AAA. Not probably. a lot. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little bit here and it depends on if there's somebody at your position ahead of you in the majors. It, or it depends like on
1: the position too. I think pitchers spend a lot more time in AAA.
0: Probably, yeah. Just on refining pitches. But the big difference between A and the majors is a little bit of velocity, but the curveballs are better. Yeah. Right. They don't hang them and uh, not frequently anyways and they have more bite on them. The difference between AAA A and the Major Leagues is virtually nothing. I mean honestly, obviously the best talent is at the Major League level, but the AAA A guys are certainly the best that exist. Uh uh or, I'm sorry. They play the style of play they are they play is indistinguishable not like double a stuff you're gonna see some weird shit sometimes yeah you see a lot of guys you see kids come through that are 19 that think they're like luke uh nuke lelouch or whatever the fuck his name was like i could throw 95 let him give a fuck like all right dude here you go boom (laughs) you know what i mean i just all i gotta do is swing a little quick uh sooner yeah it's not like you're fucking uh uh uh, breaking the sound barrier anyways there's a lot of that shit there the fact that he uh went 20 20 in less than 100 games Man, that's, that's pretty goddamn impressive. Yeah. Honestly. Especially after presumably coming off a year where he wasn't even allowed to play baseball, right? Because right. most, I, people keep forgetting this, most minor leaguers didn't even play at all last year unless you played in some independent league somewhere in Mexico yeah. or something. No, some they shit. weren't
1: playing. Were, and a lot, most of them weren't even really practicing except like on their own. So you had like the taxi squad guys and like a certain elite group. He was probably part of this group, right? That yeah. got to practice with, professional people from the Tampa Bay organization.
0: You would think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But a lot of these guys didn't even get to do that. They'd yeah. have to kind of just do their own workout. They have to go to fucking on it or something. And, right. and work out.
0: Yeah. This is, this is, this is really, I mean, uh, uh, this is a very, very interesting team because to be quite honest, I think unless, uh, Franco has a big regression next year, it's the first team I can think of that has three dudes that could legit go 30-30. I, like I'm, trying to, and I'm trying to think of a team where that might have been possible at some point because, look, it's not that common to even go 30-30. I don't know if – have two players ever done on the same team before?
1: I'm sure they have, but uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, I know just thinking about it, like Atlanta, if Ozzy and uh, Acuna really put their minds to it, I know, right? they could do it. Uh, I don't think Ozzy really wants to steal, but he could. Um, but yeah, I, and well, the thing is with next year too, is think about the Yankees and the Red Sox and the, and the Blue Jays and then the Rays, like which team has the least holes. It's the fucking Rays, Right. Like oddly enough, almost no holes.
0: There've only been 43, 30, 30 seasons in the history of baseball. So I don't know if there's been two on the same team in the same year. I don't think there has. Oh, no, that's 43 in the National League, 20 in the American League.
1: I got to think so. I got to think somebody did.
0: Hold on. Let me look right quick. I'll, I'll be able to figure that out.
1: You know who I bet did is Willie Mays and Bobby Bonds. That's
0: the one I thought of, too, but I don't. Bobby had three of his fucking 30-30 years. were in the fucking, uh, uh were with, uh, one, one was with New York, one was with California, and one was between Chicago and Texas. But he did it five times, so hold on. Bobby Bonds. Yeah, it would be Mays, the f- 56 and 57. Nope, because his were later. I think that would have been the only one. Oh no, Howard Johnson and fucking Daryl Strawberry did it in 1987. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one.
1: Not the one I would have picked. No.
0: Nobody remembers who fucking Howard Johnson is. No,
1: but I do love me some Daryl Strawberry. Mm.
0: Gotta love cocaine. Yeah.
1: Cocaine's a little drug. Uh, and on that, that's all I fucking got.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be a good season. I'm a good playoffs. I think ultimately, I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of thinking that it's going to come down to. I was talking to my barber about that this morning. I think it's going to come down to a fight between uh, the Dodgers rotation and the White Sox bullpen. Ultimately, that yeah. seems like the most logical outcome for all this. But even that is going to be fucking great because, yes, that is the case that the Dodgers have the best rotation. No question about that. And the White Sox have the best bullpen. No question about that, I would say. Uh, at least the two best closers are two of the best closers. They're on a collision course, but they still both have really good offensive talent. I mean, the Dodgers aren't fucking around offensively. And the White Sox are slept on because one of their best hitters was out all year. Right. But they still have fucking him. They have fucking uh, uh, homeboy first base. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Jose Abreu. Bre- Abreu, and they have Tim Anderson. I mean, that's a good fucking offensive hey, line right yeah. yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, And he didn't come back looking fucked up either. He looks good.
1: Yeah, Lowe, he fu- poor bastard got hit on the knee with a foul ball sitting uh, on the bench. Just random
0: bullshit. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, everybody's got a year like that probably. But yeah, they, these are two extremely talented uh, pitching staffs on one end or the other, whether it's rotation or bullpen, and they both have serviceable rotations or bullpens on the other side, and they have really good offenses too. I want to see that World Series. I want to see what happens. From a
1: pure baseball perspective, that's the best one. I want to
0: see the strategy involved because these aren't dumb people we're talking about. Mr. LaRusso's won a fucking game or two in his career. Right. Right? He's he's one. Of, I, is he the only manager to win in both leagues still? World Series? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so seeing him try to leverage the game down because remember he his success came in the era the true era of the closer right when it became a real thing and everybody had one and it was like a big part he fucking developed Eckersley for christ's sake yeah he
1: invented it yeah
0: to see how he uses the two best closers and to turn those games into seven inning games in the same way that the Yankees were able to in the late 90s if he's able to do that shit i mean just the strategy i don't know i'm a fucking nerd about baseball just seeing how the fucking shit develops that's why I want to see that matchup. It's not because I give a fuck about either one of those teams, obviously, but it is. Uh, to Toronto versus the Dodgers, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I think the Dodgers would wreck them, but it's two like super good offenses. I mean, even the Yankees versus the Dodgers would be a good. Yankees Dodgers
1: would be fine. I mean, that that'd be baseball's wish uh, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's the two biggest fan bases. Uh, I don't know i don't know but I, I i like the technical part of it so that's what i want to see so, i
1: the two of the Braves don't do it like i said i think i said this before it'd be dodgers astros or dodgers white Sox. Mm,
0: sparky I mean. anderson also did it with the reds and tigers that's right just the two of them just the okay them. yeah but I, I i would like to see the Braves win obviously but
1: come on what are you gonna do yeah all right, that's all i fucking got yep let's get out of here yeah.